Right. So Hello. the question the question was wait. Oh, what? We- oh, I I forgot. We have to do an intro. Welcome back. Welcome back to Ask You Mama. Nobody's asking, so we're just going to give our unsolicited <laughs> advice. We're just going to tell it like it is. I have one. <laughs> Unless you are Elvira, please don't wear bat wings. I've noticed a lot of women wearing bat wings lately. Say what? Yeah, bat wings. You know, like shirts that have like flaps hanging down from them. It's always a bad look. Mm. It's always a bad look. Plus, it just gets messy. You end up dipping your bat wings into your food. I can't even imagine. All the places those bat wings have been. Unless you were a flower child from the 60s, you you cannot pull this (laughs) off. It just is no good. I saw a tie-dyed one. I was like, no. Mm-mm. Okay, so my other unsolicited advice is if you work in an office, don't carry a book with you into the bathroom. That's a bad look, too. We just don't need that visual. Yeah, bathroom books are for your own place only. Yeah, that's a private thing that you do in your own bathroom. Don't do it in the office bathroom. It's just weird. It's wrong. Yeah. You know what I forgot to tell you? What? I played chicken with a guy on a bike in Central Park. (laughs) (laughs) Saturday was such a beautiful day, so I took my new Nikes out for a run. (laughs) I'm not really allowed to talk about that. Yeah, what are you doing? (laughs) Reverse, back up. (laughs) Yeah, so I was on a run, gorgeous day. Not doing well because I haven't been running a lot, so I'm like <laughs> huffing and puffing. And this, I don't want to call them a bicycle gang, but it was like scores of young people on bikes, like doing wheelies and like with their legs out and really menacing like the whole runner section of the road. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking move. I'm not going to move. If this guy kicks me in the head, then so be it, you know? At the very last second, he swerved out of the way. But I was freaking out the whole time. (laughs) I was like, this guy's going to hit me. This guy is totally going to hit me. And he's going to be sorry. He's going to be so sorry. Yeah, when he sees the blood gushing out of my nose, he's going to feel really bad. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was, it's insane. Like the number of people in the park, the number of people in Central Park on a warm day is like the population of South Dakota, basically. It really is. It's just, it's insane. You can't even believe that all these people just showed up because they're like desperate to be outside. This is something, I'm going to be gay again, I guess, this episode. (laughs) But like, I don't think you're allowed to say that. What? I'm going to be gay. I'm going to be gay. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to say that. I can say whatever I want. No, I think the PC police have ruled that you cannot say that. (laughs) But I'm kind of gay. Oh, okay. What do you mean? All right. So I went outside that 70 degree day and I was just shocked at how beautiful women are. Oh, yes. Because people have been sheltered. I'm sorry. I didn't know what you meant by gay. In this respect, I have to completely agree with you. Yeah. I I noticed it too. I was, as I was running back, I did a loop. And as I was running back, this gorgeous woman was on a bicycle, but she was not threatening anyone with it. 
in this two-piece outfit, like red halter top, red, you know, spandex pants, beautiful, like short, blonde, wavy hair. And she gave me this smile and I was like, oh my God, yeah, you are a babe. (laughs) Is that what happened to you? Well, I just think that people have been sheltered for so long and now that we're finally coming out, we've forgotten just how beautiful women are. And maybe it's because we're like headed straight into the nice weather. So they're already like stunting with the cute outfits and the shiny skin and the bouncing hair. So it's an even greater shock. Yeah, yeah. 100% also noticed that when I was in the park and, and actually thinking like, Women are so much better looking than men in general. Because we know how to take care of ourselves. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know. There's very few men that turn my head, but there's tons of women that turn my head. Especially being in New York. Well, there's probably more women here than men. I don't know if that's the true. The women here are just be- yeah, beautiful. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. They're Yeah, it's it's a good-looking population. <laughs> I was just so taken aback. I was like, oh my God. I'm so glad you said it, actually, because I wasn't even remembering that it happened. I would not have even remembered. I remembered the guy on the bike coming at me. I forgot about the the beauty <laughs> on her bike who gave me that smile. You remembered the... I remembered the scary part. The scary. Yeah. But I was so flattered that she smiled at me. I was like, oh, she must think I look good, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, I, I probably look really masculine actually that day because <laughs> I was like, you know, yeah, baseball cap, sweating. <laughs> yeah, I had some masculine energy, I think. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's a dilemma. So actually, because we were talking about this before, mm. it's a dilemma because when you have that masculine energy, you're somebody who kind of likes being on your own and calling the shots and being independent. But at the same time, ultimately you don't want to be alone. Like you want to share your life with people. I know a couple of other women that I've talked to about this and it's not even limited to my age group because it's, it's I, one of my friends who's 30 feels this way. She doesn't want to live with a man. She does not want to live with a man. She, but she at the same time is like, but I think when I'm going to get older, like I'm going to be lonely, you know? And I don't know what the substitute is for that. Like maybe it's the community, but I think we're biologically programmed to want to be with a partner, even if it's a pain in the ass. I think community and partnership are both important because you don't get everything from your partner you don't get everything from one person. Yeah. Hence the community to fill in the gaps and make you feel like you're living out a purpose. And Yeah. But do you think it's possible to have... Like the reason why we want to be with the partner is because we on some level have an urge for that intimate connection with one person. I mean, is it possible to have that and also not live together? Yeah. You think so? I like the idea of two people being together but living apart, but kind of, but close. You'd have to be. Yeah, because, and you could just go over each other's places for hangout sessions. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, well, your place has the pool, so we can go to your place. (laughs) Oh, your partner's rich. (laughs) That's good. And my place has the 
the music studio. So <laughs> we'll record a little bit. Yeah. At my place. I almost hate to reference them because it's really it's really an American tragedy at this point. <laughs> but the um the Woody Allen Mia Farrow um relationship where they each had their own apartment in New York and they didn't live together. Um, of course, that ended very badly, so I don't want to actually hold that up as a paragon to imitate. But I, I just remember thinking, that's so cool. That's fun. You know, they both have their own places. And then you're not suffocating each other. Exactly. You each have your own lives still. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's the issue is where you where does where does selfishness come in? Mm-hmm. Where does empathy come in? There's so much to it. It's, right. You know, as the overused saying goes, it's complicated. Yeah, probably when you meet that person that you can work on their problems and your problems together but still maintain a good relationship with yourself. Yeah. And always have that cuz too many times you get together with someone and they just want to drag you down with them. This it, it, this is the second time you alluded to like a partner who's like not a good partner. I'm, I'm guessing you you have not had a lot of positive experiences in your partnerships. I mean, obviously, I know who you've had relationships with, so but it wasn't all bad. No, no, it wasn't all bad. But I think. But your last one was bad. I think that's what your last one yeah. was bad. Yeah. I just completely gave myself over to the situation. And that's yeah. why. That's why you're talking about it from that perspective because you yeah. did sort of stop being true to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a date last night. Yay, LJ, go. Thanks. I actually brought up that ex on the date. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Oh, because they're both of Asian descent? Yeah. And he was asking me about my China experience. So I was telling him, I was like, everything went wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. And part of it was this really messy romance that happened very early on. Yeah. Those relationships teach us a lot about ourselves. Maybe the ideal situation is always being free to a certain extent. So whether that means not living with your partner, having that space or dating multiple people, or settling down and having a family. I mean, or settling down and having a family. It's just sort of where you are at in your life at any given time. You know what's going on. I feel like I've lived a number of lives already, and this is basically just an, another one. Yeah, where do you see yourself going? I honestly have no idea. For the longest time, I thought, you know, I'm just going to travel. I'm just going to go have adventures. I'm going to go to different countries and make friends with people and learn new things. Um, and then the pandemic came <laughs> and it was like dream postponed. So honestly don't know. I'm clearly not going to be able to go back to that dream because I decided to not work less, but work a lot more. So now I'm committed to working a lot more you know, at least for the foreseeable future. So I'm like one of those people now who it's like, it's all about work. And I never was that person ever my whole life. This is the first time in my life where it's like, I have a regular job and it's all about work. So yeah, new chapter. I mean, in terms of partnership, unless you don't want to divulge. No, it's not that. Um, But it's sort of the same thing. I just... Don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. 
I don't know. I mean, I've been married a really long time. I've been married, as you know, <laughs> like 27 years. So, and living apart, this is just, it's so, I mean, it's really better in so many ways, but at the same time, you definitely notice that, yeah, we're not fighting because we don't live together, <laughs> you know? But do we have anything other than the life that we built for 27 years, which is a lot, you know, but it's very possible. I mean, this is getting pretty personal. It is. <laughs> but when, you know, when I asked your dad to leave, I think it was the best thing for him, you know? I don't think either of us knew that at the time. I was just like at my wit's end. But I think it's the, been the best thing for him because he simplified his life to such a degree and that's what he needed to be happy. He was never happy yeah. because the man needs simplicity in his life mm -hmm. and living with me was very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> and having kids is complicated and you know, working and trying to like support a family is really complicated. Yes. So. I think now where he's in this place where he's like post all of those, all of that chaos, he's just so much happier, you know? And so I'm, I'm really happy about that. What's that smell? Ooh, that smell. It smells so good. Can't you smell that smell? Shout out to our sponsor, Patty Wax. They make really amazing scented candles. It's all natural, all organic, so you're not breathing in any toxic fumes. Just the good scent, the good vibe. They make pretty cool jars too. Yeah, the, the jars are like mason jars. Yeah, you can keep them and do other stuff with them if you want to. I, that never works for me. <laughs> me either. I've tried, tried it a million ways. It just does not work. Me either. But good for you if you're one of those people who knows how to clean out candles and save them for drinking or putting flowers in or whatever else you do with it. Patty wax sounds kind of naughty. Patty wax, like kind of like, you know. I thought it was sounding Irish. Patty wax. Yeah, it does sound Irish, but it also sounds like something you, you get, you know, when you're spanked. They make some candles, not patty wax, just different candle companies, that the wax is massage oil. So you burn the candle and then you pour it onto your body. Wow. And use it as massage oil. That is very kinky. That sounds really nice though. Yeah. As long as it doesn't actually leave you with, you know, first degree or second no. degree burns. No. <laughs> I think I would like that. Can I just tell you something? I love my book club so much uh -huh. because it has introduced me to British literature. I had no idea how good British literature really was. I mean, that sounds silly to say, but there's so many fantastic British authors. Um, so we're reading this book right now called Look at Me, which is just brilliant. And now she says brilliant every other word. Was, has a, have I been saying brilliant? <laughs> yes. Oh, damn. A damn. lot. Oh. That's bad. You're going to have to edit me. Like, slip in another word, like, for brilliant, like, um, extraordinary. How's that? Anyway, the author says in this novel, the worst thing a man can do is to make a woman feel unimportant. Mm. That struck a chord. 
I think when someone makes you feel important, I think that's a huge part of like soulmate material. True. Send us your questions and comments. Our email address is info at askjumama.com. Until next time, mazel. mazel.